Tapes. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Hi, I'm Tracy Lystra with Saving Huey Foundation, and you're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Hey, this is Josh with Screaming Stream, and you are listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Hi there, my name is Ryan Subler, and I'm from Christian Coasters, and you're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Corelli from Jurassic Yearbook, and I'm Mr. DNA. You're listening to the Coaster Challenge Podcast. It's the Coaster Challenge Podcast New Year's Eve Special. And here are your hosts, David Cantu and Jenna Gazelle. Hey, how's it going, Jenna? Good, how's it going, Dave? It's going good, going good. Happy New Year's. Oh my goodness, it's New Year's Eve. Wow. What a year. (laughs) Yeah, what a year, and what a year for this podcast, man. I will tell you, we've... The guests we have had on this year, incredible. Simply incredible. I just cannot believe. Our season's not really coming to an end. Our season does go all the way till March of 2022. But, you know, for for the year that we've been on this podcast so far, I'm very proud of all the work that our entire team has done on this podcast. We've had an amazing year. It's just in general. I mean, it, it's been one, I will say it's been a very productive year. It's been a very crazy year. I mean, Very it's been, challenging year. <laughs> yeah, it has been a challenging year. I mean, just from, let's look back to 2020, how things were last year during the pandemic to this year. Now, this year, things were starting to reopen back up all across the country, especially here in California. California was probably a late boomer of getting things reopened, but you know what? You know what, folks? I would say a lot of people have criticized California. I will say it too. I have criticized California. I have criticized our leadership all through the year about how everywhere else in the country has been reopening, but I will tell you guys, very proud to say COVID rates are at the lowest they've ever been in the country. We've basically been reopening. Mass mandates still in place, but hopefully that goes away still, at least in the indoor setting. But I will say work for me and my family has been overwhelming this year because of the high demand what's been going on. Theme parks have been really thriving this year. Schools. Schools have been thriving. I mean, businesses, businesses in general have been thriving. Restaurant industry, hotel industry, tourism, uh, just real estate market just been booming this year. It's just it's just been a crazy year. And actually, it's been in a good way. And I think to next in 2022, I just see it getting even more better. So I know it's going to be better for a lot of us, especially a lot of people who I've talked to that are really having a good start just at the end of the year that's going to go into the new year and they're going to have an even better year. I'm very happy for a lot of people out there that are having that because there's a lot of people out there that are still having some basic challenges. And you know what? We always say it. We always want to have a good year when the new year's come. So right. I will say 2022, yes, I will say this podcast is on a roll. We're doing a good job. I want to thank all the listeners out there. It's just that we are just really moving here. And I'm just glad to see that it's been a really good holiday season. Everyone has had a really awesome Christmas. We had a really fantastic Halloween. I really enjoyed Thanksgiving. I've just been blessed. You know, I've been blessed to be around family and friends this year. And having a support system. 
Yeah. I think that is the biggest thing for most of us is just having that a great support system of encouraging everything, encouraging the podcast, encouraging us as a community um, to get out there. Yeah, exactly. Yes, as we uh, ring in the new year this year and everyone's getting ready to have those new year's parties i know we all here in the studio we're going to be celebrating later tonight ringing in the new year lots of blessings right there to have everybody together really for the first time since the pandemic so it's just going to be nice to have everybody together so we're going to have we have very special guests in the house we we've got a very special family with us jenna uh we've got kim and we got jay and lily dykes uh they're in the studio today with iva they've got a pretty incredible story how a family has bonded together through theme parks and roller coasters and uh, that's going to be a very incredible story but first we are going to do something very special usually we do our youtube highlight clip of the week but we have actually got over a hundred people that actually are going to be sharing with all of you their new year's resolutions for 2022 so take a listen What's your New Year's resolution? Oh, God. Oh, I hate resolutions. I haven't even thought about that yet. My New Year's resolution. Oh. My New Year's resolution is to drink more water. Stop spending my money at bars. No shots of well tequila. I just deserve more than well tequila. What's your New Year's resolution? I want to be better organized. Way more organized. I'm 5'6", and every year my New Year's resolution is to touch a 10-foot basketball rim. I want to start waking up earlier. Go to the gym. Work out. Get in better shape. I want to lose 10 pounds. To lose weight. Say that every year. I want to know what your New Year's resolution is. Stop smoking nicotine. I want to travel more. Like to go to Italy. Greece, Russia. Philippines. Micronesia. I want to go to the Nordic region. I want to be more of a homebody. I think I just want to discover like my passion. I want to take a dance class. I would like to learn like salsa. This is what I can do. It's it's horrible. Learn the piano. Rock climbing. Ski. I've never skied before. I'm from an island. I'm very scared of it. Submit a short film to a film festival. I'm going to release my first album on Spotify. Releasing an album. To drop an album. Finish an album. Make a living doing music. To perform to a sold out crowd of 5,000 people or more. What's your New Year's resolution? I don't really ever do New Year's resolutions. Cause like I'm in shape, people are like, I want to read two books. And I'm like, I, I read books all the time. Tell me all the things that you don't need to improve. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not like that. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. It's cliche. I don't want to make promises I can't keep. Every day is a good day to make a resolution. Why wait for the New Year? What's your New Year's resolution? To have a baby. Ooh. I think my New Year's resolution is to spend more time with my kids. Be a better father. Be nicer to my kids. Be a better person to be less irritable. People get me crazy. To give one genuine compliment to someone every day. I want to be open to love, I guess, again. I would like to just be more in tune with my surroundings and myself. That's very hippie. I probably want to make more money. Save more cash. Pay my bills on time. I want to use more coupons. Become assistant manager. Have my business really take off. To get my Peter Brick company off the ground, yeah. I would love to just own my own place. I want to buy a house. I want to get a variety of turtlenecks in every color. Give me a New Year's resolution. I want to like decrease my screen time on my phone. I just get like too caught up on social medias. I'm addicted to it. My New Year's resolution is exploring my femininity more. I think I want to stop saying I'm sorry for things like 
can't control. Not caring what other people think. Not to seek validation from people who don't matter. It's okay if you uh, don't want people in your life. Find what truly makes me happy, even if it makes other people sad. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? I really want to be working on self-compassion. Create more space for myself. And invest in myself. I want to work less. Be happier. I deserve it. Just to still survive. So what's your New Year's resolution? Come on now, y'all know me. Boy, what what resolutions <laughs> the people have this year? There's some pretty funny ones out there, Jenna. There are some really funny ones, and it's a lot... <laughs> I always love when people always go, kind of go back to the traditional, I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> you know what? I did that back in 2017. I said I was going to lose the weight. And you know what? I stuck with it. Lost 125 pounds. I will tell you, COVID last year gained a little bit, bit back. But I'm happy to say that I'm back on track trying to lose that. And that's going to be really like my New Year's resolution for 2022. To lose 50 pounds and to really like, I'm 40 years old. I turned 40 this 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 past year to kick off this new decade of life it's time to write rewrite a new chapter in my book and it's just time to start making some changes in my personal life i'm hoping that in my 40s that i will have will have a very special someone in my life hope to have a family in in this decade and i just hope i can just be able to start making some changes and making changes for the better how about you jen my new year's resolution is just to get myself continue on my my progress of being able to get a house i'm i really want to have my own place so i can get back into being able to meditate and having my space for just my spiritual well-being it's been really rough the last couple of years not being able to get into that and i just really want to get back yeah into that state of mind yeah. i really miss that state of mind yeah i agree i think everyone needs their space and that's something also in my new year's resolutions is that i hope to eventually have my own place in the future be able to have that space where i can be able to start a family and be able to start a whole new life and i'm already living an incredible life but i don't want to repeat in my 30s and it's time to start making some changes in my 40s and it's time to start living life to the fullest and just start having fun and exploring this great country and this great world we live in and i just yeah i think it's gonna be a great year but anyway guys i hope you all with your new year's resolutions i would say the key thing is to stick with it and stay dedicated to it and you will make it all happen well iva is standing by with our special guests in the house today we've got kim we got jay and lily dykes here today to share with us an incredible story so take it away Iva. Thank you David and Jenna. Hi everyone it's Iva your Midwest correspondent for the podcast. Our episode today is one for the entire family literally. We have the pleasure of welcoming to the show our first ever mother daughter son trio this diehard enthusiast family loves visiting new parks throughout the u.s and collecting new credits fueled by his passion the son even started his own youtube channel called cedar coasters please help me in welcoming to the coaster challenge podcast kim lily and jay dykes hi everybody thank you for joining us today so why don't we start off uh kim why don't you tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself okay like i was said my name is Kim Dykes. Outside of a coaster enthusiast, I am starting my 23rd year of teaching. I teach K through five elementary art and drama. 
Absolutely love my job. I became a coaster enthusiast. I started transitioning back in 2019, became, I think, a full-blown enthusiast back in 2020. And that's a little about me. Jay, why don't you tell us about yourself? As I've said before, my name's Jay. I have high-function autism. I'm 15. I am going to in my sophomore year next week. I started about the same time my mom did at becoming an enthusiast. It was like mid or late 2019. But when I like started having more of a passion for it was around 2020 and yeah that's a little bit about all right lily you're up i'm lily i'm 12 i'm going into the seventh grade i was watching youtube and i learned a lot about coasters and i knew everything about coasters but i didn't write them that much so when i started writing them more it was like heaven and i still know as much as well more than i knew back then i have rode over 150 credits well, coasters. They are basically my life because I'm in a hotel more than my own room. We're in a park more than my own room. And I'm not feeling bad about it. I love it. Lily, well said that anytime I'm on a roller coaster, it feels like heaven too. And I think a lot of us can relate to that. All right. You guys ready to answer some questions? Yeah. Yes. All right. It doesn't matter who goes in what order, but your first question for the three of you is what was your first coaster? My first coaster was, it used to be called the Beastie at Kings Island. Now it's Woodstock Express. My first coaster was actually before Woodstock Express. It was the Raven at Holiday World. My first coaster was Great Pumpkin Coaster ever at Kings Island. Those are all good ones. Kim, I can relate to you. I remember riding the Beastie when it was Paramount Kings Island. So I can definitely relate to you. You guys I obviously have been running around the country this entire summer, by the way, because I've been tracking you guys through social media. Kim, what's your coaster count at right now? I think, what, in the 170s, I saw? Yes, my coaster count right now is at 175. I still have new credits coming up in the future. I've managed to shake and rattle two more out of the bushes that we're going to be able to get before I go back to work full time next week. Jay, what's your coaster count? I think it's 172. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> 173 less than me. Jay, how can you let your mom beat you? I mean, she wrote coaster. This is far as burn. Let's born. Let's see. She's got this. She's written some of beasts. <laughs> so have I. Yeah, I heard it was very rough. I don't remember it rough, but that's just my opinion. I only got to write it twice when it was open. I didn't say oh, it was rough. I wrote it with the loop before. Yeah, so it, did I. Because I had Jay in 2005 and supposedly it became really rough around 2006 and I wasn't writing coasters at that time. All right, Lily, remind us again. What's your coaster count? I'm at 160. 160. Oh, you got some catching up to do with your mom and brother. My brother only has has one or two more credits than me because I didn't ride Twisted Timbers at King's Dominion. You missed out on a good coaster. I will tell you that. I, I love Twisted Timbers. And I thought that you had to like rent a locker because I had my phone with me. So I just walked away when they told me that I, that there were lockers that I had to get. I didn't know they were free. I thought they like cost money. Oh no, and they're I, free. I, I wrote it this year too with the new locker system. Yeah, nobody yeah. told me that they had money. Alright, so out of all the coasters that you guys have ridden what is the one coaster that has scared you the most i'll start with that one i there were i cannot can i pick two because there were two there were two big yeah why why not there were two big hurdles to cross my first one i I thought i was doing really well when i had finally you know conquered all of the coasters at king's island was ready to venture to other parks in 2019 we went down to carowinds and i was good and ready for fury 325 until i sat down in the seat (laughs) 
And then I think I left fingerprints in the restraint the first the first time that we, you know, first few times that we rode the ride. And I actually, that whole trip to 2019, I, we rode Fury six times on that trip. I didn't let go one time on the drop. So <laughs> we went back this year. That was the first thing at the top of my list. Like, okay, now I have to ride Fury, hands up, feet out, you know, and really experience the full ride. So that was a mission for me. And then my second hurdle, I thought I had conquered everything until um, we went to Cedar Point. When we got on top thrill dragster, oh my goodness, my hands... literally about to shake out of my skin and you know of course after I did it the first time and the immediate response was you know we have to do this again I kept watching Lily kept putting her hands up you know as soon as as soon as as soon as the ride took off she'd get her hands up it took me five times (laughs) to finally put my hands up right after the launch you know after that I was good to go but those were two coasters that really challenged me what about you Jay what was your coaster that scared you is it okay if I was two yeah why not I'm being generous today Okay, the one that really got my nerves going was um Fury because after me conquering my fears on the coasters at Kings Island, because back then I was building up, but after I conquered them, like, I was like, you know what, I think I can do it all now. But when we get the Carowinds, I'm like, when I look at Fury, because if you've never seen one of the tallest rides in the world in first person, it when you first see it, it's going to look huge. And let's just say Fury looked like a strata when I first saw it. I was like, oh my God, it's Fury. And I voice cracked too. And then when I got out of the car, I was like, uh, are you, sh-? I'm like, I'm going to try it, but I don't know if I'm going to pull through when I looked at it. I was like, I don't know about this. And mom's like, come on, we drove all the way here. I'm like, I guess so. So we get on it. We go up from lift hill. I was holding on for dear life is how nervous I was. Top of the lift hill, I was like, oh my God. Because I never experienced being that high before. And then I had the ride of my life on it. Awesome. And then my next coaster, I mean, I wasn't as nervous as I was on Fury, but I was still a bit nervous. It was Top Doll Jackster. The, before I wrote it, I studied how like the strata launches some sequence works, so I knew what to expect and when it launches. I was a little intimidated because the weird thing is, it looks much taller when you're like in a seat than when you are off-ride by it. This looks much taller, which is such a coincidence. I held on for dear life the first part of the launch, and then I just processed in my brain. I got put my hands up at some point, so after we cleared the top out, I put my hands up on the way back down, I loved it. So yeah, those are my two coasters that intimidated me the most. All right, Lily, what about you? Okay, so I have three Top Thrill Dragster. My second one is actually Mr. Freeze from First Blast. Back in March, yeah. I was in the station with my friend Kaylee. This was the coaster I wanted to do at the end of the day, you know? So I've experienced speed built up to it a bit, you know? And of course, first ride of the day was on the one thing I wanted to do for last ride of the night. (laughs) So, um, my friend was like, I remember, you excited? No. But we wrote it and I liked it. The next coaster is from only like a week ago, actually. Max Force. Very scary for me. Mainly because there was like a loud boom chakalaka thing that scared me. <laughs> but you didn't even hear it on the ride. 
So that's always great. All right. Now let's go back to your coasters that scared you, whether it be, you know, Fury, Top Thrill, Mr. Freeze. How did you guys feel as you were approaching the station to either of those coasters? Flat out run out of the station. I wanted to punch the person I was riding with because they were because they, they didn't want me to leave. In the end, I liked it. Fury and Top Thrill had different feelings for the two when I was approaching the station. 50% nervous because I've never experienced going at high especially on a left hill because launches it's just over with left hills it's just giving you that anticipation climbing to the top when i got in the sea i was just like oh my gosh i just had mixed feelings didn't really expect but when, as soon as i was starting to ascend the left hill i got very nervous top throw on the other hand i was more of an enthusiast when i wrote top throw because this was back in 2020 theory was in 2019 when i first started i didn't i was excited i didn't know that it looked much taller on the ride per se but when i saw 90 degree ascent to the top hat i was like why does it look so much taller than it does off ride i mean i guess it's just a sensation i just think when you're off ride you can't really tell but i think when you're like on the slope of the track what you're going to go on it's more accurate of how tall it is i mean fear is still intimidating me more top though when i got really nervous was when i was about like on the launch track because we were with the double loading station we were the train behind the first train they dispatch out of station so we got to see what it would look like and i'll tell you this top throw is taller in real life than it is over the internet that's what i've learned over the years with these with the stratas and gigas and that's what caught me off guard in real life like jay i had very different feelings going into the station of both coasters. Fury, the second I saw that, I was excited, but I was more scared to death, honestly. Just, you know, baby steps through the line, get into the seat. I stapled the restraint all the way down, you know, held on as tight as I could. Can we talk about how becoming an enthusiast has been life-changing for us? Yeah, yeah of course. Okay. We'll all take turns here. One of the things I've discovered, you know, that I never expected, I guess I'll kind of start from the beginning. You know, Jay mentioned that he has autism. You know, the young man that he is now doesn't even remotely resemble the person that he was a few years ago. He was literally trapped in his own body with anxiety. He couldn't even go outside. He couldn't cross the street. He was paralyzed with fear, you know, with birds, bugs, dogs, noises, everything. One of the things that helped tremendously when he was nine years old, we discovered that he had a gluten allergy. And the doctor told us, he said, it won't, you know, you won't get immediate results It'll take about a year. After about a year and a half of him being off of gluten, it's like the butterfly started to come out of the cocoon. There was this child, you know, this child coming out that I, you know, I knew was always in there. <laughs> His anxiety was a lot less, but, you know, we still had some and he was wanting to try new things. And I remember him looking at me. I, I used to sit and look at Diamondback. I said, the last time I had ridden coasters was back before I was pregnant with Jay. So I think it was like 2003. And it was finally, I mean, I watched Diamondback get built. I saw all these coasters. I'm like, when am I ever you know, going to get to ride again? At, at the time, you know, Lily was too small to ride anything. Jay would just sit. Wait, your turn to talk, please, Lily. Jay would just sit and watch Lily do stuff in the parks and literally be you know, afraid of everything even kitty rides he finally looked at me and it was 2018 and he looked at diamondback and he said mom i think i'm ready i said you are i said i don't know if i'm ready for that 
<laughs> because the biggest thing I'd ever ridden before Diamondback was Vortex. And I didn't even ride Vortex until I was 18. Because when I grew up, my family, we went to Kings Island once a year. No one would ride anything. And I was always told everything was scary, you know, so I was really kind of pre-programmed to be afraid of things. Just like with Fury, when we took that first ride on Diamondback, I think we both left fingerprints in the restraint. That's kind of what we wrote it. And we wanted to do it again. Well, it was pretty much, you know, Jay and I, because at the time Lily was still, like I said, too short, bless her heart, trying to help him overcome fear. And in my, I myself was overcoming fear too. I'd never been on Banshee, you know, anything that, you know, had all of the different types of inversions and stuff. We were overcoming hurdles one step at a time. He started talking 2019 about coaster kids. I was really, really, really busy with work. It took him four months. He was also suicidal during this time. So I'll, I'll get to more of that in a moment. But it took him four months to finally get me to sit down and watch a Coaster Kids video. Because I'm like, Jay, you know, we can't go to amusement parks and meet strangers. You're, you're confused. I don't, you know, there's, there's some part of this that just doesn't sound right. Well, he finally got me to sit down and listen to Logan's video announcing the meetups and when I heard it, that was the whole reason I created an Instagram account. I'm like, well, I'll create an account and I'll send a message. I'm not expecting a reply. You know, well, I was really surprised when within 10 minutes, I got a reply back from Coaster Kids. So he's like, well, mom, now you've got to take me. <laughs> I remember we went to that first meetup. It was in July of 2019. There were probably a hundred people there. I was so overwhelmed. I don't even know that I spoke hardly the whole meetup, but it's, it's amazing now that I go back and look at those pictures, many of those people have become our good friends. What surprised me was Tyler's dad, John. I didn't even think anybody would, you know, remember me from that meetup. He sent us a message and invited us to come to just a, you know, a smaller meetup with him and Tyler and a few other people at the haunt in 2019. Jay wouldn't let me say no. I was still on the fence, you know, about all of these new people and stuff. When we went, I'll never forget it. I had been watching Lily. Lily has, was always, I mean, the first time she rode Fury, he, she had her hands up and feet out on the drop. I had yet to put my hands up on the drop of Diamondback or anything. I, that was the one thing I had not done. I would always put my hands up at the bottom of the drop. It was at one o'clock in the morning at the haunt. And I, I got my first back ride row on Diamondback with John Tyler's dad that day. I was riding with Lily at 1 a.m. at the Haunt. It was our last ride. And I finally did it. I threw my hands up on the drop. And I looked at Lily. We were on the way down the drop. And I'm like, look, Lily, I, I did it. I did it. I did it. And then she looked at me in the middle of the ride. And she's like, now put your feet out, mom. I thought I was going to meet Jesus before I got my, finally got my feet out. But once I did, and I finally started experiencing airtime, that was when it happened. That was the moment that I became an enthusiast. I, I felt that and I'm like, what in the world have I been waiting on? That was absolutely incredible. But the thing that I've noticed, and I, I never saw this coming. I mean, if you'd asked me two years ago that I would be doing everything that we're doing, I would have said, you're crazy, not going to happen. But the thing I've notice, not just with myself, the way that it has affected the other parts of my life. I've, I had always struggled with confidence and also, you know, being codependent, wanting to make other people happy, a lot of times sacrificing my own needs. And I've just noticed that I've become 
more confident, assertive when I need to be. I'm able to stand up for myself when I need, when need be. Used to, I was never able to do that. I'm able to speak up for my kids when necessary. It's just affected every aspect of my life. I'm going into year 23 of teaching. A lot of times teachers at my point in the in their career, they're just looking for retirement. Right now, I feel like I'm just getting started. I just feel renewed and revived with work. One of the funniest comments made last year really hit home. My principal, I have the best boss in the world. I was trying to get dates for the summer PDs back in the spring, of course, so I could schedule my coaster trips. Well, I had asked a couple of times and no one had responded. I heard my name come over the loudspeaker that morning and they asked me to come to meet Miss Randall down in the gym. And I'm like, oh goodness, <laughs> why does Miss Randall want to see me in the gym? So I go down there and she didn't know I was standing there. And I heard her talking to the person in charge of the professional development. She said, we have to have those dates for the professional development and I need them like yesterday. She said, Miss Dykes has asked for these dates twice. She said, and I know it's because she's trying to go get on some roller coaster somewhere. She said, and we need Dykes to get on those roller coasters because when she gets on those coasters, she's fresh. Get me the dates, please. You know, and she had the dates for me the next day. There's not a negative thing that I could possibly say that has occurred from being in the community and, you know, overcoming fear, the friendships that we've made, just the whole process of coming, overcoming fear has just continued to positively impact our lives in every area. Jay, do you want to add to that? Yeah, sure. Becoming an enthusiast was um, life-changing. Well, it didn't exactly start in 2019. Like, I didn't really get get more into it. Like, I didn't write coasters. Like, when I started watching channels like Taylor from Coaster Studios, Logan from Coaster Kids, me think I was like the fourth or third grade, so like it was around there when I started watching them. And I just randomly on one of my recommendeds one day, I found Logan Coaster Kids. I was like, this is very interesting, so I watched it. Content began to grow on me. Then I found Taylor from Coaster Studios. It started to become interesting. So it was like one day I went back to Kingsman back in 2016. That motivated me to try Grizzly. And back then, when Racer 75 was named Rebellion, I tried it. I just stared at Intimidator 305 thinking who whoever built that was crazy. And then year after that, I think it was like a month after, my mom and dad had me try Vortex. And mom probably knows how nervous I was in line. We tried it. I, I know the exact row I was in. I was in right seat, second the front. Tried it. It was fun. And Vortex remains my favorite air looper. Then the year after that, I did Raven. I was scared of Legend and Voyage because from what I experience back then that looked tall and scary. Then I tried a legend at Holiday World and I saw Void. I was like, I guess I did that. Really great experience. And of course back then, this was when Void was unbearably rough, but still a really good ride. Retract has made it way better. The year after that, 2018, we went back. I did Thunderbird. 
I mean, it wasn't really intimidating. It was just something new. It was my first ever wing coaster. I did it in front of my myself. I was a bit nervous, but then I did it. Then 2018 motivated me to try Diamondback. So I was like, Mom, I'm ready. I really thought I was going to ride it by myself. I was nervous. And she decided to join me. Then after that, I just said it was tired of sitting around just watching the enthusiast shop. I want to really try to do become one an enthusiast myself. So it's mom set. Took four months of convincing. We did that. I mean, I was nervous too because I was used. I was in back then. I was in the type of world toxic world to where I had people judging me, especially at school and there's just negative game I played. I thought that was helping me Fortnite. I was trying to fit in. It was just a full-blown toxic community and then after I found the coaster community, I just Fortnite because it's after 2020 and some of last offseason, I just said I'm done Fortnite. It's becoming too toxic. I feel like the coaster communities for me, as we can tell in my background, I've created my own logo for my YouTube channel. I decided to start a YouTube channel on my coasters adventures and hopefully one day what I'm trying to do right now is I'm just trying to get noticed. My milestone going one day is to at least get over 1,000 subs. I just know I want to be noticed because I want, there's some negativity spreading this community. I just want to spread more positivity that would help the coast community because some of the things that fly around the coast community is not what it's made out to be like there's just some stuff i find odd but i don't want to get too much into that so that's why i started a youtube channel my adventures motivated me too and the first friend i met that really i just saw lily hanging out with one of her good friends liana i saw tyler and liana's brother aj and then i just said i'm gonna go talk to them they look like they're like the nicest people in the world because I've never seen by that nice. I talked to Tyler. We just started to grow on each other right away from the moment we met. One highlight is first impression. We were riding Mystic together. Fifth row he stapled me. And that's when we became friends was when he stapled me. So we were just laughing about it up the lift hill and the whole ride. Haunt was when we became best friends. We rode a lot together. Wound up getting last ride of the night on Diamondback in the front row. Next year, we went to NAB I finally got to meet a Chicago squad. That was when me and his friend Aiden, which is now my friend too, became friends. He changed my life. I'd like to elaborate a little bit because this was some stuff I forgot to mention earlier too. We went through kind of a series of things. My dad passed away in 08, which hit me a lot. In 2012, there was an event that traumatized Jay, that literally almost destroyed our entire family. That took him, he was actually diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. After the event occurred, there were police and the court involved in the whole nine yards. I didn't know that I would ever be able to get my son back after the event occurred. He was in counseling for that for about a year and a half. And then right when he was released from counseling, my mother in 2014 was diagnosed with lung cancer, the same thing that my father passed away from. It was an absolute whirlwind. When she was diagnosed, she, she didn't live here in Louisville. She was here visiting us on spring break. She wound up in the hospital here for 10 
10 days and then she had to stay in a nursing home here for an extended period of time. And then she, this was in April. Then she wound up living with me during that entire time. Jay was in third grade. Lily was also very affected by all this. She was in kindergarten at the time. I didn't have, there was no family down here to help. I was literally going to work, taking the kids with me everywhere I went, going to the nursing home. I just, you know, stay on them to make sure they were taking care of my mother. When she wound up here, I started, you know, I had myself really healthy and fit. I'd, I struggled with my weight and stuff, you know, a lot of my life. I had myself really healthy and fit until all of that started occurring with mom. And, you know, that there was no time to cook. There was no time to anything. So I just started, you know, eating whatever I could get whenever I could get it because the kids and I would literally come home at 11 o'clock at night. Lily was five. Jay was eight. I was getting him up for school and we were going to work in school the next day and doing it all again. Don't know how we made it through that period of time. Mom went, made it back home in July of that year and she passed away in November. So right after we were, right after we had been released from counseling from one traumatic event, there was another. Lily and Jay were both in grief counseling after that for quite a while. And then Jay actually required an extra full year. They did group counseling at school. Jay required an extra year of individual counseling outside of that to fully cover cope with the passing of my mother. In the meantime, I was just so busy trying to make sure everything was as okay for Jay and Lily as it could be. I wasn't taking care of myself. I fell into a depression. I went from 125 pounds to 245 pounds. Just, you know, lots of emotional eating. I was literally just a shell of myself. I would take the kids places and I would just sit and watch them. And, you know, I didn't want to do anything. I was just very unmotivated. And I just, you know, kept telling myself, you know, just get up out of bed, you know, live life every day and things will finally start to feel normal again. Lily will share her story too. She struggled quite a bit with bullying in elementary school. And I mean, Jay didn't really elaborate what he went through in middle school, but you know, what he went through in middle school while he was still processing all of this other trauma, it was just nothing short of absolute hell. I, there's not even another word that I can think of to describe it. God sure know, knew what he was doing when he put us in the right place at the right time and drug us to that meetup. Because once I, I was picked on stuff a lot, you know, in school too, made fun of all the way through, had a few friends. Friends, but I've always been very introverted and hard to open myself up and get to know people, trust anybody. It's like once I finally started getting to know people, I found myself, I'm like, this is this too good to be true. <laughs> When he met, when he met Tyler, something he didn't communicate, one of the things he said was one of the things that really helped Jay was realizing, you know, Tyler has autism like I do. And that's okay. You know, all these things that the other kids at school kept telling him was wrong with him. He started seeing as a positive, you know, when I start, when I finally started talking to other adults, I'm like, this is, I want to do more of this. I was actually in, 20, in 2019. It's hard to believe it's just been two years ago. I was 245 pounds. I was about 10 or 20 pounds away from not being able to ride coasters. I mean, I was, and I, I wouldn't even go to Cedar Point because I knew I wouldn't be able to fit probably a Millennium Force, you know, top thrill dragster. Once we started doing this, you know, once I started forming friendships and getting to know people, it's like I suddenly came alive again and it motivated me to get back in shape and you know so that I can do the parks I can ride the coasters be with people that I that have nothing but a positive influence on me and just live life
So that's, you know, the effect that it's had on both of us. Lily, you want to have your turn? Okay. First of all, they took me a counseling. They took me out of counseling for that way too early. I still ain't fully recovered. Like I recovered mostly back when quarantine like was a thing, but I'm still not fully recovered. Let's be honest here. I was five. She was the one, she was someone I was extremely close to, could get along with. You're talking about my mother, right? Your mamaw? Yes. When she died, I have no words to explain how painful it was. Like I was a child, not even too years later I was like seven in the second grade started getting bullied yeah I was bullied up until the point when I was like 10 for a long time I was upset I was getting bullied I was even emotionally eating yes I was overweight for my age we'll talk about that later someone I was extremely close to wasn't there anymore to talk to I was nine and wanted to kill myself I remember I went to that meetup and I made my first actual friend. And I'm still friends with them to this day. And that was I that was an iconic day. We don't talk about what I looked like, but it was it the day was good. I didn't look good, but I was good. And I know that like all of you have said with your experiences that you guys are still friends with the people that you met up with that day to this day. And I know you guys were all at the Keys of the Kingdom event this year. One of the things that I said on the panel as a guest was when you go to these events, it's like a family reunion. And that's how I always feel when we go to meetups, when we go to coaster events, it just seems like you're going and you're seeing all the aunts, uncles, cousins that you haven't seen in forever. And it feels like no time has passed because you're just continuing to catch up. So with all the coasters you guys have ridden with mom being 175 and you guys trailing behind her, you got a crazy moment on a coaster that you want to share with us? My craziest coaster moment is probably when I was on Mystic Timbers and heard random screaming back behind me. I looked back and my brother's shirt was completely up and he couldn't get it back down because it flew up on its own. I have the photo from Mystic. Did they actually allow you to have that photo? Yeah. No, but they didn't get it removed in time. <laughs> we, we have it. We have it. And he didn't do it on purpose. I was riding beside him and I couldn't figure out why he wouldn't stop screaming either. That was funny. I remember that real well. That's a photo you got to bring out for the girlfriends later, you know? (laughs) (laughs) There's a few at Hollywood Nights from last year, but I'm only going to name two because I don't want to get too far into it. The first craziest moment, it was Water Park ERT when we first got there. It was pouring the rain and I was just so excited because I've never done water coasters in the pouring rain before. So I thought it was kind of cool. But as we were waiting in line for Cheetah Chase, Voyage Star Test, everybody just went oh my god it's testing and it was such a cool view too it's a tall wooden coaster testing the pouring rain and for where it's sitting it's a good view that was happening as we were waiting and um it was just so cool to do the water coasters in the pouring rain and i think cheetah chase was really in the pouring rain too it was just so unique because you never that's like rare to happen my next craziest moment is um it was that night voice was running so fast because of the rain they had to turn the trim brakes on here's the funny part 
the trim brake to not slow it down because how like wet the tracks were. I was in the very front row with Michael and that's like the best. It was so, it's just so cool. It was super accurately identical to when the trims would be turned off because it was at the same pace speed. More, more likely, it was overshooting the brake run more than it did when it was trimless because how fast it was going. Really great ride on it. Best ride I've had on it ever. For my crazy coaster story, it had to be last year on Orion. It had not rained hardly a drop the entire day and about we were in we were in line for the last train of the night and about 10 minutes before we got on it was literally it was a washout it was pouring in sheet everybody started running out of line and it's just like we're gonna get soaked going to the car so there's just absolutely no reason to not get on the coaster let's go well you know we had to wear masks and i had my glasses on oh my goodness i hid my glasses in my shirt till we got up coaster the kids took the front row i took the back row on that ride it was raining so hard you could be you could barely even see through the rain when we <laughs> we were literally screaming and laughing the whole ride i couldn't see anything when we when the train finally you know the pens and needles pain. I mean, it's, it reminds me of that 80s song, Hurts So Good. It was, you know, laugh or cry. But the funniest part was at the end of the ride, I couldn't breathe. I had water up my nose from that mask. And we, I mean, we literally laughed. I don't think we stopped laughing for about 30 minutes. We laughed all the way to the car. We went into Speedway and got some really interesting looks after that ride but i mean that that was one that um, i'll definitely never forget now out of all the coasters you guys have rode what is your favorite how about we start with lily the voyage jay what about you what's your favorite voyage easily it's not even up for debate what about you kim tremless voyage so with voyage being your favorite coaster for all three of you what is your least favorite coaster Blue Flash. What about you, Jay? What's your least favorite? Vortex at Carowinds and Blue Flash. What's your least favorite, Kim? Vortex at Carowinds. So, guys, first of all, thank you, guys. This has been a wonderful just conversation we've been having. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people that are listening are probably learning a lot from all of us here today. There's one final question I ask every guest. The mission of Coaster Challenge is to help people break their fears. It's not just by getting on roller coasters. Roller coasters are a tool to help us be able to break those fears. I think we can all agree last year, the pandemic has really showed that fear is alive and well, and it's a lot worse out there than I thought it would be. Jay, I see you're wearing what I also proudly have, a Coaster Kids shirt. Coaster Kids and Coaster Challenge are great friends and great partnership. And together, we've been trying to work together to try to fight fear and help people live better lives. This podcast is since day one, since we started, Iva and Andrew and I unanimously agreed that what we saw last year, we need to do something. We need to make a change, not just in the coaster community. We're talking about our country and around the world. There are people out there that don't know what to do and they have no nowhere. They don't know where to go. And I hope that this podcast helped is we're on a mission to change and help give people the tools and the advice they need to be able to fight their fears because riding roller coasters has changed my life tremendously for all those out there. Jay, people that are your age, Kim, people that are your age, Lily, same thing. What advice could you give to somebody out there who's listening right now that are in the same situation you are in? The advice that I have is especially when you're visiting an amusement park, when something looks scary, what I've learned is 
stuff isn't what it seems. So, like, this is the one lesson I learned. Like, I was staring at Diamondback looking that it was super tall. It looked intimidating. But what I realized was when I got to that top of that lift hill down the drop, it was not as tall as it looked. And what I've learned is if you're thinking in your mind – like, I might like it, I might not. I would just give it a try and see what the outcome is because you never know if you'll like it or not. And after I tried it, I loved it. I'm not saying this will be the same for all people, but my advice is something's worth trying at least once. And you can, and plus, you can tell people, you know, you've done it, you've tried it. And that's my advice. Okay, so like, if you're scared, like, I don't really care, you're doing it, you're trying it. You ain't never tried it. You're trying it. That's my advice. My advice would be, first of all, because this was a big struggle for me, come out of your comfort zone and try to get to know people and surround yourself by people that encourage you, you know, not people that try to force you out of your comfort zone, but people that encourage you to face your fear when you're ready to do so. I'll try, I'm to the point now, like I said, I'll try anything once. If it doesn't go well, I won't do it again. There's really not anything other than a bad coaster or two, you know, like Vortex of Carolines. <laughs> but I said, and that wasn't fear. That was just uncomfortable and I wouldn't do it again. But there's not a fear that I've faced yet that I've done it. And I said, I don't want to do that again. And I can tell you what facing your fear does. I'll use an example from my son here, something that just really stuck with me. I don't know if it was a big deal to him, but it was a very proud mom moment. He was talking about our friends up in uh, Mason, Liana and AJ. AJ is on the spectrum as well. And he's a little bit older than Jay. AJ was very afraid to ride Orion. And we were at a, we met up with Liana and AJ and their mom, Rhonda. I think Jordan was there that day as well at Kings Island. We had met up with them numerous times and AJ would not ride Orion. Well, Jay encouraged him several times that day and AJ finally got on Orion and he absolutely loved it. This was at a point too, where Jay's confidence was still kind of down in the dumps and trying to build. And the look on his face, he's like, mom, I actually encourage somebody. The feeling that he had from seeing the joy that AJ experienced from pushing past that fear, because, you know, he didn't just ride it once that day. AJ wanted to ride more after that. Him seeing that he could encourage people and have a positive impact on them, just seeing that change in him was life-changing for me as well. So that's why I say really surround yourself by positive people that, you know, will support you when you're not ready, but will be there and encourage you when you are and be by your side every step of the way, because riding coasters is one thing, but this, the community and the people involved with it, honestly, are even better. I agree. And surrounding yourself with positive reinforcement, positive people, and taking out all the negativity definitely goes a long way in, in anybody's life in anyone's circumstance. So thank you for sharing that with us, Kim. So for our listeners out there who don't know you and like to get to know you, where can they find you on social media? Okay, my Instagram is called cedar underscore coasters. And um, in the podcast, if you saw my background, um, it's going to be a profile picture with Orion surrounded with trees. And it's going to have black letters saying cedar coasters. If you want to find me on Facebook, my profile picture is 
me and Orion walk back to her from coaster stop in front of the drop in the helix. And my secondary picture is Max Force's launch. If you want to find me on Facebook too. And, and your name. Yeah, yeah, my name's Jay and the last name Sykes on Facebook. And if you want to, it would mean a lot to me. Feel free to go subscribe to my channel, Cedar Coasters on YouTube. Same picture as my Instagram, Orion with the trees and the black letter Cedar Coasters. And my secondary picture is Hades is corkscrew. I'm currently at 100 top subscribers. It would mean a lot to me. Whoever's listening to this, go sub. And yeah, that's where you can find me at. Kim, what about you? I don't have a YouTube channel, but I managed to get... Featured in a lot of his vlogs, and um, his friend Tyler has a channel also. I wind up in Tyler's vlogs, so I'm on YouTube even though I don't have an official channel. At any rate, on Instagram, I am CoasterMom underscore life. I just updated my profile pic to a picture of me in front of um, Hades 360. And on Facebook, I am Kim Dykes. And that's where you can find me on social media. Well, again, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Kim, Jay, and Lily. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule, especially you, Kim, as a teacher. And I thank you so much for educating the future of our country out there with your expertise. It's fun. I love my job. Well, thank you again so much, guys. Thank you, Iva. Thank you, Kim, Jay, and Lily. That was a really incredible story, Jen. I will say that it is really amazing how families can really bond together just all from through roller coasters and theme parks and especially the challenges that they've all gone through together as a family. Oh, yeah. I mean, it just it's it blows my mind seeing what families do to overcome those challenges and roller coasters seems to be the biggest one or going to theme parks seem to be the biggest one that we've seen throughout this year. Yeah, especially with them, just with Coaster Kids. Now, we've had a lot of Coaster Kids uh, guests on this podcast this year and we've got an even incredible series coming up starting next week, guys. You know, we got Logan and his gang going to be doing Thrills United Month right here on the podcast and we're going to be interviewing some of the major regional reps of Thrills United that were all part of Coaster Kids and Coaster kids is a basically a big community across the world and kids out there especially with disabilities and autism and Tourette syndrome and all kinds of challenges they were able to find friends through the coaster kids community and jay was able to do that and meeting incredible friends that way especially when you don't have friends in school jay was able to find friends through the roller coaster community through coaster kids and that is one of the biggest missions with coaster kids and i'm very excited to have them all on the show the next four weeks in January, kicking off the new year with Thrills United Month. I'm so happy for that. Not only for the Thrills United, but that means in 14 days, it'll be my birthday again. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. So it's, it lands in my birth month. Yay! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes, guys. Well, it's been one heck of a year, Jen. And, you know, and I want to thank all you guys out there who have given us your love and support this year. It's been an incredible year. Can't wait to ring in the new year. And we're going to really kick it off starting next week. But first, Justin, how can they find us on social media? If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you want to see more from us, we upload every Friday. And check us out on Facebook 
Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all at Coaster Challenge. Links in the description. Thank you, Justin. And yes, guys, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to write us a review on your favorite podcast network, especially on Podbean. You know, Podbean is one of our major channels that we do most of our podcasting on. And we really appreciate if you give us a thumbs up on that and a special review. It means a lot to everybody on the team here who are working very hard to make this podcast very special for all you guys to listen to. So we would appreciate in return that you make sure to write us a positive review. Give us a thumbs up. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like us on all our social media channels. And you know what, guys? I hope you all have a wonderful New Year's Eve. Here's to 2022 to everyone to hope to have an even better New Year. Happy New Year! Yes, Happy New Year, guys. But until then, this is David Cantu. Jenna Gazelle. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year's. And we'll see see you in the new year. Yeah.